Grace and peace and welcome to um, this closing week of our podcast this week. I've been talking about several things that have been very explosive. I ended last week talking about prayer, talking about certain dynamics of prayer that I'm still getting a lot of discussion about. Well, I'm doing a prayer um, webinar this month on the theology of prayer. Um, information will be down in the comments section. You can um, check that out, register to be a part of that webinar, and I'll do some in-depth teaching on prayer at that point. Keep in mind, these podcasts that I'm doing are basically just a conversation. I'm sort of um, musing along in my thinking and my idea of where we are in terms of the structure of our faith, our family, and our finances. Our faith, what we declare ourselves to be. Our family, who's included. And it's so much talk today on who's a real Christian, who's not. And we find ourselves in various aspects. Yes, I have um, looked at several ways that I could have brought this broadcast. And I've shared um on several occasions that for me this year, 2023, I celebrate 60 years in ministry, 75 years of life. And it's been a time and my testimony will be in the last episode of things that God has brought me through. God has done for me, how God has related in terms of where we are in this podcast. And to be able to identify this idea between apostasy and syncretism, which seems to be in a day in the church, pulling away at the pieces so that we're moving away from the foundation of the church because we're dealing with this whole explosion that I'll put here again. The warfare is real. It is a spiritual warfare. And as we saw from Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, beginning at verse 3, the weapons of our warfare are not physical. They are not visible because the warfare specifically is in our mind. That's what the devil wants to get hold of. You're thinking, whatever you label something, that's what it is. I talk about in terms of making a constant profession of faith, if you label your day to be good, it's going to be a good day. If you label it to be bad, it's going to be a bad day. It is whatever you label it. So the warfare is a warfare, and I want to make sure that we're clear on this. It is a warfare that involves how we ingest facts, process that in our thinking, and how we regurgitate that out into the world. So there's a real warfare. Because if we don't know what to believe, we don't know how to express ourselves in our worship. I pointed out that Paul points out in Romans 1, because we get so mixed up in our thinking, we worship the creation more so than the creator. Paul suggests unto us in Romans chapter 8 that the whole creation is groaning 
waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. What does that mean? Well, it means particularly that we have a breakdown of weather patterns. I don't want to sound like a doomsday prophet, but something's going on. I don't know if you realize that God is up to something. It's not nothing that's going to make us party about it. But he's breaking up some patterns in our natural to prepare for his return. I think as we keep watching the escalation of violence, the escalation of rhetoric, even in our country, the escalation of nature evolving into some things, we understand that the real battle is here. It is in our mind. I want to rehearse again that the Lord's original intent, and that's what we get get back to the original intent. That God's purpose is to establish relationships. When he made man, he wanted to make him in his image and in his likeness. He established a relationship, not religion. We want to have a God that we can make a genie that we can constantly ask things for. And hopefully he'll give us what we want because we give him what he wants. That's the way the ancient Greeks and others thought mythology of gods, that they would appease them by going to their temples or giving them a sacrifice. And then they in turn can live their life the way they want. Didn't matter because they gave the God they want. God's purpose is establish a family, sons and daughters. That's what he wants a real family relationships, not an institution of a family, but a regulation, a relationship with family, with humankind, with humankind. And I think that we missed that idea. God is not looking for subjects. He's looking for pattern relationships. The scripture said that Jesus said he's not ashamed to call his brother because he declared the Father's name in the midst of the church. In the midst of the church, we get all of this idea of what God has declared, what God is doing, where God is at, what God wants to make us. But it will never happen until we identify where the church is in its confession, in its relationship, and in the management of its resources, faith, family, finance. We have to identify the church in all these areas in order to discover where we are in terms of what we're doing in the body of Christ. What? The identity of the church. That rock of truth that stands firm in our declaration. We are the body. We're connected to the head. And so we're interrelational. Inter changeable. The establishment of the church should have been as one big family. Instead, we become one big institution that constantly is trying to regulate what God is saying and what God is doing. And so we're back again with this word apostasy that I mentioned over and over again. Those who outwardly rebel to the carnal teaching, the foundations of our faith and synchronism 
we try to layer it with other things. Um, I like desserts and I like cake. It's interesting. You bake a cake and you put the icing on. You define the cake by the icing, not by the cake. Whether that icing is chocolate, strawberry, it's starting to make me hungry. Whatever that icing is, that's how we identify the cake. The church has a core belief in Jesus Christ, but the icing of apostates have caused us to identify the core of Christianity by the icing. The gifted, enthusiastic, wonderful ones who are so gifted and twisted and they mean that all gifted people are bad. But if we balance out the fruit of the Spirit with the gifts of the Spirit, we have a great combination. Instead, we have forsaken the fruit of the Spirit for the entertainment of the Spirit. That's where we are. And so I ask constantly over and over again where the church is, what the church is doing, what it has developed, and whether or not, in my conclusion, is the church engaging or is it enterprise? Well, we've got a lot to think of for this week. And as I come back next week to finish up these episodes, I want you to think about it. Our faith, our family, our finance. As we prepare on this Good Friday, to really prepare to look at what Jesus did on the cross, I'm going to get him off the cross in a hurry, because crucifixion is a slow, scrutinated death. And for us, some of us are taking too long to die from our old ways. And we don't understand that Christ is risen. He not only wants to be Savior, he wants to be Lord of your life. Till next time.